0: What I want to talk to you this morning. I'm thankful this morning. I'm thankful. I'm grateful. I'm honored. Because God is doing things in my life. And I want you to know this ministry, this ministry has been called before Him. Yeah. I need y'all to get this. He never calls a man. Without the people. Read your Bible. None of them went alone. You just got to make sure you're in the right company. Glory to God. You got to make sure you're in the right company. And I'm telling you, Faith Harvest, the harvest, has been called out of darkness into his marvelous light. And in this season, we're going to see some things that we haven't seen. And people are going to come. We got to get ready. People are coming that you didn't expect. But I need to tell you the word that's in you. Did y'all hear what I said? The word that's in you is what needs to come out. There's some people that's going to be coming and they're going to be asking you for directions. And the directions need to be clear. On how to get to that place where God exists. And as you give them the directions to that place. God will honor you for serving him. To get them to that place. It's already happening. Some of y'all, you, you're wondering why somebody's talking to you. Why are they sharing some stuff with you. <laughs> why are they asking you for help. Why are they telling me this story? uh, I know I'm telling the truth. And when you, but I need you to know it's not just for you, it's for the kingdom, it's for the work of God, it's for the things of God. I'm convinced this morning I'm here and here for one reason only to serve God. Now, in the midst of it, I have to use wisdom on taking care of myself and eating and resting and all that good stuff. We Let me tell you, because this body is normal. I, I overworked it yesterday. I realized I'm, the moment I do too much, I start limping because I can't handle being on my feet or being up or even weight on a titanium heel. And then it starts, it, no matter what I do, then I to start limping, right? And I guess, too, it's, it's a reminder to me as well that I can't do this thing without God. So I ain't mad at him. It's also a reminder to me because it wakes me up every now and then because I had to realize, okay, it's too much. Stop now. It's too much. You know, and uh, I constantly tell you, if y'all don't know me by now, I said, you know, nothing's going to stop me from doing what God's called us to do. And uh, we've just been having a great time. Over at the new school, the new building, uh, had an open house yesterday, people coming that we've never saw before, people signing up. But more than that, you don't know how many people, uh, I talked to one lady, and she said, I I need a church. (laughs) I said, no kidding. (laughs) I said, well, God's going to look out for you. I promise you. I, I promise he has something in the works on your behalf. And that just brought a smile to her face. But I want to encourage us this morning because I want you to get ready for what God is calling us to do. You know, (laughs) how many know we don't deserve and have not earned what God is about to do? Thank you, you, brother Jeff, for putting your hand in all of y'all. Because let me share with you. If you think we earned this, And we deserve it. You are fooling yourself. Now, what we do earn and deserve is what by faith. So I've come to the conclusion: there were some nights I cried, there were some nights I ached, there were some some nights I I went with pain and turmoil in my mind and in my heart. But it wasn't until I believed God by faith that He started moving. I realized he said, I said to you, get up and believe my word. And I said for you to do what I've asked you to do. And he started reminding me of what he said. And I've continued to do what he do. And even to a point, I was in a, in a little battle and I said, I, I shared with the people, I'm, I'm not going to fight no more. See, that was the man in me. The natural part rose up and I'm going to contest them. I'm going to take my stance. And he told me, don't fight. And I realized something. When I stopped fighting them, I could see him. Oh, joy. When I stopped fighting them, I could see him saying, I'm opening new doors over here for you. I'm opening new opportunities over there for you. And he said, he said, And he reminded me in the scriptures when Paul said that, uh, he said, Paul was in the spirit of God, and he said, he he heard the word of the Lord say, there's been a great door open before you. And he said, this great door has been open, and a great door is a big door. Y'all remember the big door number one, door number two, door number three, and uh, some of them had the fake me outs, but this was God. And he said, there's a great door. And it wasn't no multiple doors. It wasn't, it wasn't you know, let's take a chance. That, that wasn't that. But this door had many adversaries standing in front of it. Okay? The enemies and the adversaries were all in front of the door. And their job was to scare me off. They were there. I'm not denying y'all seeing some of them too. But I need you to know what he said. They can't stop you. So, so David, when he's talking in the Psalms, he says to God, he's having personal worship with God. And he's thanking God because he said, Lord, I thank you. You allow me to run through troops. Y'all going to get this in a minute. And leap over walls. Another, there will be a supernatural ability to do what you can't do in the natural. So God opened up a door, a great door, and I see it, and I'm going in it. Somebody shout hallelujah. Glory to God. You have to confess out of your mouth and believe in your heart that God is able. And according to my scriptures, nothing is impossible with God. Somebody shout hallelujah. Earl, I want you to bring up Ephesians chapter one, verse 17. I know I didn't give this to you, but I'm gonna start right there this morning. Uh, Church, y'all need to know something. I'm excited. I'm on fire for God, because you know what? Every time the enemy tries to attack me, I'm working really hard to get my life together and line it up with the word of God. I'm trying to do and make as much as possible to make things smoother in my life. Not only for me, but for other people. Why? Because it's necessary for us to be healthy and whole mentally. We are experiencing more mental health in our world than ever before. And I'm going to shut the devil down on this end Pastor Bruce, in this house, we are going to trust the word of the Lord and we're going to do what God said to do. Y'all been here reading the papers and your people on the planes freaking out at the um, stewardess and the plane people. Like I'm thinking, hold it. You 30,000 miles up in the air and you want to try to break in the cockpit and mess with the pilot. What is wrong with you when there's only two people that can land that thing? Why in the world would I mess with that? They're crazy. But I I want you all to go here because this is, so in Ephesians, this happened to be one of my favorite, favorite, favorite verses. In fact, I pray this verse, not religiously. I pray it every day, but it's not because I'm religious about it. It's because I believe it, so I say it to myself all the time. And so when I say it to myself, I hear what I say. And the Bible says, faith cometh by what? Hearing, and hearing by what? Okay, so now let's have, so if the Bible says faith come by hearing, and hearing by the word of God, let me explain something to you why I do that. Because I believe that faith is the most important thing and subject that I need to learn in this hour, but I believe knowing God is the most important thing, period. Did y'all hear what I just said? So there's a tool that I need to get to where I'm going, and the tool's called faith. Right. So we know what faith is in Hebrews. He tells us now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Now, I got to tell you all something. Substance and evidence are key words. Substance means something. Evidence means proof. Right. So it literally of something. How in the world do you have proof of something not seen? I got it, I got it, I got it. It's in my spirit. It's down in there. I got it. Mario's here. I got it. He said, the proof is your belief in me. And your proof, I will show you because it's not seen yet. Y'all missed it. The proof is that God is real. (coughs) And if God is real, omnipotent, omnipresent, and I believe that, then what he said and what I'm saying can happen. So let me share with you. So somebody says, well, I've been speaking the word for years and things are not happening. In fact, I heard my sister, uh, as we were coming home from Puerto Rico and I was listening to the message here in Faith Harvest, I heard uh, one of the uh, audience say, there's something I've been believing God for and I've been working at it with my people and I've been doing these things. And as I've been doing it, but... Year after year, I find myself sometimes restarting. Ah, I need to encourage you this morning because you're in the house. By faith, substance and evidence, keep working at it. Just because you seem to think you're starting all over again, what's happening is somewhere at some point you're giving in to the enemy, but you got to just keep believing. And as long as you keep doing it, I can guarantee you it will come to pass. It took me 22 years for some things to come. And it wasn't because God's word was not true. I had to grow up. And learn. And align myself. With what he said. And when I did. Guess what came. Substance. And evidence. Somebody shout hallelujah. Glory to God. So in Ephesians. Chapter uh, one, verse 17, it says that the Lord, I I said, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit, somebody say spirit, of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Y'all not talking to me this morning. I'm telling you, that ought to get you excited because listen, he said, I'm asking for the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Now y'all will start getting why I pray this every day. I ask him for the spirit of wisdom. And then I add to the wisdom revelation. But it's the knowledge of him. So it's in faith I need to hear the word of God to get into the revelation and the wisdom of the knowledge and information I need to know about my God. Who is giving me what I need. You see, let me share with you. Knowledge is power. The more knowledge I have on a subject, the more power I have. In other words, the inside scoop. If everything you knew about was things you bet on, you'd be a wealthy person. I know one plus one is two. So if I was able to have a a, a bet on a one plus one is two, I would win every time. Or somebody should have just gotten that. I will win every time. So when you get the knowledge and revelation on something and then you act upon it, guess what will happen? You will win every time. I'm getting excited up here. So I'm trying to, because church, listen, listen to me. Listen to me. This is a season of favor. But the favor is based on our faith in the word. This isn't, uh, again, this is not name it, claim it. This is you lining yourself up with the word of God. As you line yourself up with the word of God, you give God the opportunity to bless you. You give God the opportunity to activate his word. Why? He's in his word. His, and, did y'all remember? He's not a man that he could lie. So his word is true. Uh, Let me help y'all a little further. So he said, if you've seen Jesus, you've seen me. you know how much many of us have missed that? If you've seen Jesus, you've seen me. Let me say it again to this, over the this side. If you've seen Jesus, you've seen me. Oh, you didn't get If you've seen Jesus, you've seen me. Guess, so guess what this means. If you get to know Jesus, you get to know me. If you get to know Jesus, you get to know my word. The Bible tells me that the word and Jesus are interchangeable. The Bible says Jesus is the word. And the word was with us. And the word was in the beginning. And the word walked with God and was with God. Oh, we know that, right? So if the word, the word is Jesus. And I get to know Jesus. Remember, to get to know. And Jesus is God. And I get to know God. Guess what happens to me? I start getting substance and evidence of who I am and who he is and the world in which he placed us. Every one of us have been placed and destined for something. Not one of you in here don't have purpose. Well, you said, well, pastor, you know, my life has just been so and so. I don't care. Because God has an intent to use everybody. There are some people in the Bible that he only used one time. But their one time changed the world. Y'all not hearing me. You ever hear about the boy with the fishes and loaves anymore? But I gotta tell you something. I don't think he ever lacked in his life. Because he gave something to the disciples who used it for Christ. And because he gave He gave all of what he had. And I to believe with all of my heart, the Lord multiplied that over and over again in his life. Glory oh, glory to God. And I just, just according to the word. And I'm saying, that's the revelation I got on that. But he says, listen, give me, I'm asking you to give unto me the spirit of wisdom and revelation In the knowledge of him. I had to start there this morning. That was on my heart. It wasn't in my notes. But I wanted to share because that's on my heart. That's something I do. I want to encourage you. Find those scriptures that connect with you in him. We live, move, and have our being. Because there's power in the tongue. Some of us, you got to stop talking about, well, I never did this. And I ain't, no, forget that. And all of you that ever heard, you're going to be just like so-and-so, you got to erase that out your head. And declare that ain't you. And if nothing else, I want to change. I love my dad, but I'm not him. There's some things he didn't do, and I promise I would do. Oh, y'all not hearing me. Glory to God. And I remind myself every day, so by faith, we're going to so I want you to go to your Bibles. That, I didn't preach my message yet, but we're going to go there because here's what I want you to do. Today's message is at all costs, get wisdom, okay, whatever it costs, okay. So that message comes. So I want you to go to Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 4, Proverbs chapter 4, verses 5 through 9. Glory to God. Proverbs chapter 4, verses 5 through 9. And here's today's message. Here's the title. Get it regardless of the cost. So I'm just going to give you all an example. Sometimes we go shopping and I, I go to the supermarket. And my God, that's a, today's the prices keep changing. They change from yesterday to today overnight. And I'd look at some of the stuff and I think, "Oh, that costs too much." And I don't get it, because it costs too much. Well, what I'm telling you today, at whatever the cost is, get wisdom. Now, the truth of the matter is, it's not really going to cost you anything. Naturally. But it will cost you something physically and spiritually because you have to do something to get it. So when I'm tired, I'm going to push to get wisdom. When I'm mad, I'm going to push to get wisdom. When I'm broke, I'm going to push to get wisdom. Y'all not hearing me. So all the things that could stop me is the thing I'm telling you not to let stop you. When I got heartache, I want to get wisdom because wisdom will be able to help you cure and take care of something. So all you do and all the costs get wisdom. So let's go to the Proverbs. If we go there, verse four, verse four, amen. Proverbs chapter four, verse four. He said, and he taught also and said unto them, let thy heart return, retain the word. And keep my commandments alive. I, my notes say five through nine. But the Holy Spirit told me to go to four. So listen what he just said. He said keep. Get wisdom. I'm sorry. He has taught me also. And said unto me. Let thy heart retain the word. So get the word. Keep my commandments and live. Watch this. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Forget it not neither decline from the word of my mouth glory to God and verse 6 forsake her not and she will preserve thee love her and she will keep thee verse 7 wisdom is the principal thing therefore get wisdom and with all thy getting get understanding somebody shout hallelujah Get wisdom. And I got to go two more verses. Verse eight. Exalt her and she shall promote thee and she shall bring thee honor when thou embrace her. She shall give to thy head an ointment of grace and a crown of glory and shall deliver to thee. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, two things, two things in the English language in which we read, uh, 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 David is referring to her as a she. Why would he do that? There's something that God said about a woman or the her, the she. He said, treat her as a lesser vessel, in other words, uh, be careful to take care of her and do some things for her so that she don't have to do it. In other words, if the thing is heavy, you lift it. Uh, it's okay to be a gentleman. We forgot that in this day. Open the door. Uh, you, know, get, you know, get up in the morning. It is not just a woman's job to cook. So you know what? Make her breakfast before work every day. A coffee. Do some things that treat her. You say, so David's referring to her as a she. And because he's referring to her as a she, he's really referring to how to treat her. In other words, you need to nurture this thing and hold on to it and be careful for it. Don't be abusive and rough with it. Oh, y'all ain't hear me. Hey, uh, don't discard it and treat it in any old kind of way. You know what I mean? Take care of it. Oh, so he refers to her as a a she, and I said, he says, get it regardless of the cost, and this, I'm sorry, and so um, this is Solomon, not David, so it says, Solomon has commanded for us, he declares it as no uncertain term, get wisdom, get understanding, and do not forget the word, or turn away from them, do not forsake wisdom, for she protects you. Love her and she will watch over you. Beginning of wisdom is uh, is this. Get wisdom, though it costs all you have, get understanding. So in other words, if I'm willing to exhaust myself and give out of all I got to get the wisdom and understanding, guess what I won't have to do? Take care of me because she'll take care of me. Oh, y'all heard Y'all, y'all, I'm trying to get y'all to get something because y'all don't think, well, you know, somebody says, well, I'm not doing that because I got to give all of my so-and-so. Listen, he said, give all you got. In other words, put every effort and every ability and all, all the faith that you have into it. And when you do that, watch what God will do. Give God an opportunity to show off in your life. Oh, my God. I'm telling you right now, I'm in a season, I want God to show off in my life. And I want to tell people it was God. You know, I tell people all the time, when we first moved up here and things started happening in this building, and uh, Brother Mark, he knows all the pastors in town, and he said, you know, those pastors would ask me about you. You know, they know you, and they said, how is, are he, is he, they wanted to ask, they wanted to ask some answers from How does he do what he does? And... You know, how is it possible? And I told Brother Mark, and I, I said, the next time one of them pastors asks you how I do what I do, tell them, could it be God? Just tell them, could it be God? And so because it is God, i am got to tell y'all, I'm not that smart. I will not take credit for the things God has done. He's done way beyond my ability. But what I do is get wisdom from him, and I don't care what it costs. And I pray for the revelation and the understanding so that I can operate in it. So, as even when, when you come, so I can tell you something. So, in that, guess what happens? If y'all hurt being a member of this body, if you hurt, guess what happens to me? I hurt because you're an extension of the body. And so out of that, I need to be prepared with wisdom to help lead you out. So many of you have been perplexed in your mind and afraid to come to me because you don't think you want me to know whatever's going on in your life. And I want to share with you, if that ain't the craziest, stupidest thing, let me share with you why. And I'll tell you why. If God ordained you to be a part of this house, then it ain't my job to judge you. It's my job to lead you out. It's my job to take the wisdom of the word he gave me, give it to you and apply it to your life so you get it. Back to the fishes and loaves. He gave it and he blessed it. And he told them to start giving it out. Y'all notice it never ran out? And then he collected from that. He collected fragments of what was left over. And so get wisdom and get all understanding. And this is Solomon commands us. He said, though it costs you uh, all that you have, get understanding, cherish her, see that she, you exalt her, embrace her so that you will honor her. She will give you garlands for your grace on your head and present you glorious. In other words, when you stand before God, you'll be looking at all your faults and failures, but she puts put you up as, 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 as gold. Y'all remember he said, he said, I'll put your sins behind you. So far, they are from east to the west. In other words, so listen, part of wisdom is get an understanding of who God is. So if I get an understanding of who God is, then I can walk in his word. And then I won't be condemned. And by the way, I want to tell you, all those that are condemning and accusing, so the Bible tells me that the enemy is the accuser of the brethren. So if you're accusing me of something or accusing anybody You're linked with the enemy because God is not the accuser of the brethren. So many of us are walking around with guilt. Many of us are walking around with shame. Many of us are walking around with lack. Those, none of them are from God. They do exist and they do come, but you got to get yourself out of it. But you can only get yourself out of it by the word of God. It is the word of God that delivers So, and it said, she will deliver thee. So when I get wisdom of who God is, and I walk in the wisdom of God, his word will work in my life. That's why wisdom is so important. Your natural man's wisdom does not compete with anything that God has. It can't. You know, they say things are going on in, the, in our country now um, where they are, they've are they opened the door to some faith-based organizations where they're willing to do some things uh, now that in the past they would never do, uh, you know, in terms of support. Well, the question is why? Well, I got the answer. They created a program, and it didn't work. And then they created another program for the program, and it didn't work. And they created another program for the program for the program, and it didn't work. So they said, "You know what? Stop this. Let's just get the money to the people who can get this done." We watching how in the world they over there doing this, and people's lives are changing. How how they take that boy out of prison and uh, and and get him rejuvenated or uh, re. Uh, Y'all know what I'm trying to say. You know, and now his life has changed. How do they talk to the other young boy and young men and all of a sudden their life changed? How in the world did that pastor come out of where he came out of and he's doing what he's doing? By the word of God. We decided to stop doing our stuff and start doing his stuff. And we start doing his stuff, he changed our lives. Wisdom. So I'm telling you, when you get wisdom of the word, your faith will be activated. When your faith is activated, you can have what the word of God says and you can become it. Now faith is the substance of things, uh, uh, the substance of things asked for and the, the evidence of things not seen. So I, I don't see it today, but tomorrow it showed up. Why? Faith was activated. <laughs> and by the way, if, if tomorrow was 22 years, then so be it is here, is here. I got to minister to a young lady. I hope she's listening today. I met her yesterday, and I said to her, uh, she was worried about, you know, I'm getting older, and I I didn't do this for my first son, and I didn't do this, and, you know, he's got some problems and some issues. I said, join the club. I said, the Bible says all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. I said, her, so it's okay. Uh, my kids have made some decisions I wouldn't have wanted them to make. But guess what? They're still my kids. I'm going to still love on them. I'm going to still give them the word. But they got to make the choice themselves. Can't do it for them. So I-, I shared with her. And so here, the enemy beating you up with guilt. That's what he doing. That's we really beating her up with guilt because she wasn't able to offer him what she know today. Because she was in her mess then, and so she didn't raise, but she got a new son, and she wants all the best for him, and, but the enemy beats her up about the guilt for the other one that she wasn't able to give. And I said, the devil is the accuser of the brethren. The devil is a liar. Let me share with you. You do what you can when you can based on where you are at that moment. So if you're here at the sound of my voice right now, you need to get wisdom at all costs and do it. You might have not heard this or had this 10 years ago. So what I had at 20 wasn't enough to do what I'm doing now at 60. And I will never trade it in. And y'all know, how about this? Uh, If I could go back, I would do this. Let me share with you. I ain't trying to go back. Ain't got nothing to go back to. But let me say this, what God has done and how he did it has to be right because he can't do nothing wrong. So let me help some of y'all, and especially you that are out there that are not in here with us today. If you're going through something and you had to go through it, you can't come out, but you got to use the word of God, the wisdom of God to get it. And if you get wisdom of God and understanding of, words, of the word of God, you can get out of where you are. That's what's going to deliver you. He said, and she will deliver thee. Amen. So God intends. He does not intend for us to stay in turmoil. But I need to ask you, did you grow from this? Do you understand the power and the anointing? And so I'm telling you, I, I had to experience some bad times to no, know I don't want them. Y'all not hearing me? I, I I I had I had to experience some bad times to let you know I don't want them. But out of that, God delivered me out. So I saw the hand of God, the power of God, and and that's the blessed part. Knowing that where that's what I told you when she said the song, when the song she said you rescued me, I started thinking that's what God did to me. He rescued me. Um, I. You know, here I was, you know, killing myself, all right? I'm just going to be quite honest and blank about it. Here I was killing myself, shortening, trying to numb the pain. How many of us have tried that? To try to numb the pain, but you're killing yourself. Is That is not crazy, but you believe it and you try it and some of y'all are doing it. And God wants you to come out of darkness into his marvelous light today. Get wisdom and understanding at all costs. As you do that, watch. I I, I got to get to my points. I, I got to get to my points. Listen. Uh, the words. He's pleading with his son. He says, no from an experience that everything else in life is fruitful without wisdom. Young people run afar in many things, yet often miss the most important thing. Wisdom, understanding, and regardless of the cost, pursue them. Hold on to them, cherish them. These are powerful words. As I meditate on my favorite psalm, maybe on my favorite verse in all scripture, Psalms 86, 11, it begins with David's heart cry. Teach me your ways, O Lord. I decide to do your word and search and teach. And it comes up to 361 times in the scripture. And he added instruct. And when you add the word instruct to wisdom and understanding, it's 800 more times it's used in the Bible. I think God is trying to say something. If he said it that many times, or oh, y'all not hearing me, anytime somebody repeats something, they're repeating it because they need you to get it. If I only say or do something once, I believe you got it. But when I do something over multiple times, I believe that you need to get it, and in order for you to get it, I have to keep saying it. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So if he said it 361 times uh, to get wisdom one way, but when he added uh, instruction to it uh, 800 more times, that's 1,161 times that it was used in the Bible. That means it's super, super important. There is no way he, God doesn't do things for repetition because he don't got nothing better to do. Okay, he does it because he loves you and I. And so, by the way, when he uses the word wisdom, he says it in many different other ways and forms. And as I told you, instruct and all and other. So when he's saying it, he says it in different ways so that we get it. Amen? So listen. He said, powerful, powerful, powerful word. He said, this leads me to wonder, do I have a teachable spirit? That's the question I need to ask y'all this morning. Do you have a teachable spirit? And I told you about uh, me listening to the session a couple weeks ago, and I heard another one of our congregants say, she's working on herself and making sure she got a teachable spirit because her problem is all the things between her two ears. That's what she said. I heard every word she said, and I started thinking God's working on her. God's doing something because she identified her own problem, her own block place, and she's dealing with it because she identified it. Pastor Bruce, you got to, you should have, uh, she said it to you. She, she got, and she got, it. and so she identified the problem. Guess what happens when you identify the problem? You got a target. Now shoot it. <laughs> now you got the target. Now, now, that's right. So, uh, that's, so I like to target shoot, me and my wife. But so when you get the target, shoot it. Because you got it. All right, so this this the whole thing, glory to God. so he says, listen he said uh, he goes on, this leads me, and so I told you to understand the tough questions, and it says it says, um the tough question is to bring me to another one. Do I really expect God to teach me something each day? How about that? First one is, do I have a teachable spirit? The second one is Do I believe God can teach me something every day? Well, if you do not believe that about God, the great I am, you are crazy. Because, by the way, many of you may be like me. I have read the Bible a couple times by now in my life, right, 30 years later. But can I tell you, I can't still get to the end? So y'all know, I read the last chapter But when I said I can't get to the end, every time I read it, it speaks something new. New stuff keeps coming out of it. And I'm thinking, hold it, this is the same book. It's falling apart. But every time I read it, more come out of it. So, by the way, I'm going to help some of y'all Y'all get that. And those of you that are listening, you remember the first time you read it and nothing made sense to you? You You're like, what in the world are they talking about? Okay, And then, as time goes on, and the more you come, look, so wisdom, get wisdom at all costs. So you got to keep coming. And the more you start coming, the more you start to get. And when you get understanding, then it starts talking to you. Then you open the page and says, oh, he's talking to me. Y'all know how many times I come up here and preach and people gets me at the end of the day and says, you were talking to me today. And I know what they mean. But God didn't just have them in mind, but they received it because it was related to their life. But He had 30, 40, a thousand, a million other people He was talking to. Same issue, different day, and different way. Our God is great like that. He can minister to you personally while He's ministering to a billion other people at the same time. Is that an awesome God or what? That's why I love and ask God. Use me. God, grant me the spirit of wisdom, revelation, and knowledge of you. Why do I want that? Because he got people in my life. Do y'all remember? That's what even Aaron and Moses and all this. Wisdom is what they wanted because they had to judge. David, Solomon, they had to judge. So, to le- so let me give y'all why wisdom is necessary. They went to the king one day. There was a woman that had a baby. And then there was another woman that had a baby. And they both was in the same maternity ward. And they both had babies the same day. But when they woke up the next day in the morning, one of the babies was dead. And the woman whose baby was dead, she switched the baby with the other baby because she wanted a baby so bad. Not caring for the other person. But the woman, the other woman knew her baby. And they had a problem because they had no way to officially identify them or any tags like they do today. So they called the king in and said, king, we got a serious issue going on. We have two women who had, uh, both had a child, but one of the children died. They asked the king, and the king is supposed to be a man of wisdom. And by the way, it was Solomon, and he was a man of wisdom. Solomon said, okay, he prayed. He asked the question. So he said, i tell you what. They both, he said he interviewed both of them. He had a conversation with both of them. And they both said that the baby was theirs. They did not back down. He said, okay, I got the answer. He said, take the baby and cut the baby in half. And give each of them a half. Guess what? The mother said, the real mother said, For the life of her baby, give it to her. Solomon said, thank you, Lord. Give the baby to the real mother because that's her baby. That was wisdom. That's an example of wisdom being used in the house of God. And see, too often, we go on to Google stuff. And y'all believe Google over the word of God. Oh, yeah, that's what I found out. They Google everything in this age. Google the word. (laughs) It's it's in there. Google the word. That's what they need to do. And if you'll Google the word, you'll get the right answer. But we don't do that. We want Google's expression. or or, What's that one? Wikipedia or something. Wikipedia. Somebody. And that's wicked. (laughs) But get the word of God on it. Okay. Watch this, I'm sorry. So he said, we, we like to describe ourselves as disciples of Jesus, yet the term disciple is more like than a follower. It is the one that sits under the teaching and instructions of the master. We are not called just to follow after Jesus. We are called to learn from him. And so I got to tell you, my heart and my goal is to teach Jesus. I love Paul. I love David. They're great role models, right? But I need to look like Jesus, not Paul, not David, because both of them was trying to look like Jesus. So we don't have to divide the Bible up. So I need to get to know who God is. I need to get to know the word of God. And when I get to know the word, the word gets in me, and then I can activate and act on the word. Amen? Amen. And so it's so important because I got to tell you, in this day and age, right, when we got so much else, there's only one truth that I know that still really exists, and it's called the Word of God. It's the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. It declares that. So get wisdom at all costs and get understanding. So family, I'm talking about something that is necessary for the survival of our lives. You have a health issue. Get wisdom and understanding and deal with it. You got a financial issue. Get wisdom, get understanding, and deal with it. You got a relationship problem. Get wisdom, get understanding, and let her deal with it. Y'all not hearing me. It will fix and deal with everything there is nothing it can't handle. But too often, we keep doing our own thing. So listen, he said, oh, are we disciples? And listen, we are not just called to follow after Jesus, we're called to learn from him. And look, as a teacher, you remember the disciples called him rabbi. His whole time with them, He was ongoing classroom when he taught them about the kingdom of God and the places in it. It's there, everything more precious to us than to sit at the feet of Jesus, to listen and learn to be filled. So, how much of our day is dedicated to this important task? I need to get, how much of our day to this daily to-do list that we pursue? I got computer programs, I got a program that tells me I get on there every day, it's called Viva, and uh, it says, uh, okay, book 15 minutes for, uh, 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 um, for break time, book an hour for emails, book an, uh, an hour to learn, right? It tells me, so it comes up, reminders flash on my screen at those times. And some of y'all get this. Y'all know Microsoft, uh, not Microsoft, Apple did it. Y'all get the one now tell you, well, your screen time has increased this month. Most of y'all says increase. Mine says decrease. But most of y'all says your screen time has increased. Why? You're spending more time on that device looking at it. You know, one time my son was holding the ladder for me. While I was up in the air, and it was the same ladder, I did fall off at home. I fell twice off of ladders, by the way. Not just here. I fell at home and here twice. I, I, and the first time, I guess I didn't get it. Because he did catch me and stop. And I just missed from hitting my head on a stone table. Which I can assure you, I was up on, at the roof. I would not be here talking to y'all now. Had I, I hit that. Right? And y'all know the second time I fell, I fell here 12 feet at the church. Broke, shattered my ankle, shattered my wrist. Both of those was time, and I didn't get a chance to learn that I shouldn't be on ladders. (laughs) Okay, ladders are good for some people, but not me. All right, so I have discovered that now. I don't get on a ladder. All right, but my point is saying, my son, I looked down. He had his phone in his hand. Holding the ladder with one hand and his foot with the phone in the other. I'm thinking, something wrong with that picture. I got you holding the ladder because I need you to protect me in the event thereof. Put that phone down. (laughs) You know, (laughs) they can't live without it. (laughs) Uh, But listen, so here we are. I'm almost done, y'all. If you're like me, I could use some help developing a more teachable spirit. So here are three steps I pray that will help you. Let me give you these three steps to help you with a more teachable and learnable spirit um, from the master. These disciples had to help rekindle a teachable spirit. Number one, y'all ready? Number one, repent of our arrogance. Number one, repent of your arrogance. What closes us off from a teachable spirit is anything unless you're arrogant and perhaps do not, cannot be taught. I've never met some people in my life, like some people I've gotten to know lately, that they never wrong. They are always right. And I'm they so wrong, they wrong in two left shoes. And everybody can see when you got two left shoes on. When both your shoes point that way, <laughs> you know, something wrong, right? Yet, they don't have a teachable spirit. Their heart's not right. And I was thinking, how could if people, I mean, even be around this? And I and I watch it. And now I was aching when I when I hear about it and see it. I'm thinking, and they constantly, I mean, day in and day out. So, but you got to have, you got to repent. So, Lord, we repent today. We repent as a congregation. I got, I need you to repent, those of you that are watching, on repent of your arrogance that you know more and know better than God. And you need a teachable spirit. So a teachable spirit means I can learn, which means all I know is not all there is to know. There's more. Hallelujah. I spend that with the children in school, the students. Hey, you don't know what you need. That's why we're here to teach you. I'm not going to use that. You have no idea what you're going to use. Some of y'all said that about your algebra class and your geometry huh but you're trying to wonder why the wall's crooked in your house because if you had the geometry to know i need to match that 90 degree corner together right not have it on 30. (laughs) you're trying to figure out why i could put the marble on the floor and it rolls Carpet, carpet up over here like this and, and the other side like that, right? You're trying to think, oh, I'll I put some extra padding over here. Okay. <laughs> hey, yeah, but if you'd have been in your class, you'd have known that won't work, right? I know I'm trying to be funny, but again, the whole thing is that this is real. People in life, we talk about what we don't need, right? And one of the saddest things that hurts me today is when I go to a store and I watched the young people. They're so dependent upon the computer and the thing. So I was in a Walgreen and uh, I wear hearing aids, and I needed batteries. So the batteries was on sale that day. So you get two and three for $25. They're expensive, these little batteries, right? So I thought, I'm going to buy me two packs of the six. So I get six. That's a lot, right? That should last me a couple months. So I had started... And the guy rang it up, and I went back and grabbed another one, and he rang it up. And then, and I gave him two 20s, right? And you remember he rang it the first time based off of thinking it was the 20, right? And he didn't know how to go back in and fix it. And he gave me back all my money practically, right? Now, see, I'm, I'm, I'm not like some of y'all. You'd have walked out there talking with the Lord bless me, <laughs> the Lord didn't bless you. Let me share. My, my thing is caught here. The Lord didn't bless you. And i tell you why. Because that young man would have had to account for that money at the end of the day because his drawer would have been short. And I said to him, Listen, young man, you, I need you to take a minute and stop, count, think. And I said, So that you can have your job. I personally want to make sure you have your job. So. My blessing will be to tell you the truth. Okay, that's where I will get blessed from. So I'm not going to take this money, although I could. I could have left out of here. You wouldn't have known the difference. But you would have heard about it at the end of the day, and then I came back here tomorrow, and you wouldn't be here because they would get you for stealing, although you didn't steal a thing. And so I'm sharing with you, we have to be careful And so in this season, it's important that we have the knowledge and the wisdom and an understanding of how things are done. So I'm back to the basics. I love computers and everything, but at the end of the day, I could figure it out for myself if I had to. By the way, let me help y'all. All All of y'all, I'm here and I've done the homework for you on the wisdom and understanding, giving you scripture, chapter and verse to back it up. But you need to read it for yourself. Open your Bible and let God talk to you out of the same set of scriptures. And he may share more with you than he did with me. But that's okay because you will need it. And at the end of the day, cherish her. Love her and let her deliver you. Glory to God. That's what it can do. And so I told y'all number one was repent for your arrogance. And so uh, what it closes us off from being a teacher of spirit, if anything is less... And arrogance is perhaps we don't need to be taught. We may disagree and blame it on our busy schedule or demand it of our time and our worldly distractions. Why these symptoms and the root cause is the absence of a burning desire. The root cause is the absence of a burning desire to be taught by God. As busy as I am, I have to make time for God because my busyness will be meaningless. Without God, somebody shout hallelujah. All right. Second thing, prepare to learn. I prepare my spirit to learn something every day. I have uh, people now in my sphere that come into the room, and one of the things that I say to that I'm interested in today is not being the smartest person in the room. So I'm not arrogant, I'm not ignorant, and I do not desire to be the smartest person in the world. That's why I'm open to hear and listen, right? Because there's some people God assigned in my life that, that's why I say, you can't be around me, and none of my leaders are. They're not yes people. You didn't come around me and just yes, 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 when that ain't true, okay? If you got my back, I might miss something Tell me there's a hole up in front. Don't go that way, Pastor. There's a big hole in the street and you're going to drop in it. Pastor, you know, I'll be right here because I don't trust (laughs) so-and-so. I got a question to ask them now. Because why? I want to hear from somebody else. My heart want to help everybody. But some people just got game. <laughs> and it ain't even good game. But prepare to learn. Anyone who has ever tried to teach anyone else knows without an attitude that wants to learn it is nearly impossible to teach anyone anything. I got to uh, uh, this one family that comes to our school. Their two daughters are the most cheerful daughters. They're so excited about coming to school, they run down the hallway every morning. Literally. They run down the hallway to get to school. School is a joyous place for them. Guess what that does? They are so wide open to learning that they just learn and it gets important just because they show up. Because their attitude is right. And... So I'm, I watched that and I said, wow, that's awesome. So teaching anyone anything, what would it look like if you and me started each day with the breathless excitement, anticipating what God going to do for me today? So now, so I share with you, I have discovered my purpose. In discovering my purpose, I get up every day, not asking God who I am and what I'm going to do, but I ask him how and what should I do today? And who you're going to bring into my life? So, and by the way, He keep bringing people. Y'all don't know how many pastors, and I kept telling y'all, I'm a leader's leader. Somebody says, well, why does that guy call himself that? I don't call myself anything because I haven't been called by anything that God didn't call me. Okay, so I think it came from him. But anyway, he keep bringing leaders. People were leading other people before me. He contacts some of you. one just contacted you, Mari. And then others have contacted people and said, hey, can you put me in touch with your pastor? <laughs> now, they have motives. And they have agendas. But God can help them. Y'all didn't hear me. Y'all missed a great opportunity to say, you got it, Pastor. I didn't say I could help them. I said God could. So I'm making sure I direct people to God. It's important that they know God. And that they trust God. So when you do that, I need to make sure that I direct them to the word of God for what they need. And that's what I've been doing. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Uh, you know, I love Pastor Bruce when he says to me, you you were the first person and the only that saw the gift in me and you pushed me towards it. I did. I did see it, but it wasn't my gift. It was God's gift to him. And he had something that I didn't have. And. Why should I be worried about it? Why not just support it and push it and make it and see? Ask God to grow it. And boy, has He grown it. The people, He has helped many, many people who may not say, Thank you. They may not say nothing. But he got to remember, He ain't do it for that. He did it because God called him to that. So I'm so happy to be a part of what people are doing and the things, and I understand it. So I want to say that that's how I believe for all of you. Ramir. I can't wait to see God use you. I have no idea what He's going to use you for, but I do do believe this. You're going to say, here this man said it, yes, on TV and in front of everybody. I can't wait to say I knew him. I was part of, and yeah, I just, I prayed with him one time, and now he doing all this great stuff. And somebody says, oh, he going to run across all the people just like I did. I remember you when. they they going to remember. They won't bring up your past. I said, if I get my past, that guy's dead. Remember me now. You won't remember something. Talk about me now. Okay. I can't wait. I can't wait. Why? Because I believe that, that God can use everybody. We just got to be willing and teachable. And so get wisdom at all costs. And understanding. And as you get it, let God do it. So in other words, so I got to repent for my arrogance. I don't know everything. Let me be wide open. Let me be teachable. Let me submit myself to some other brothers and men who I could trust. Okay, because there's some people out there, oh, uh, yeah, if you do this, I'll do that. I never once asked you for anything. This isn't about that. Just here's what I ask you. Do what God said. Okay, Yeah, you guys, people have perverted everything. But have a teachable spirit, so you've got to be willing to say, I'm going to repent for my arrogance. And then, you know what, the next part is number two. I said, God, teach me every day. Let me be learnable. Let me learn something every day that I get up. God, every day that I get up. I am learning stuff now at 60 that is blowing my mind. Now, I got to tell you, I'll sit there and you'll look at me and I'll act like I already know. Because I'm at the table. Y'all not here. I've I've just been at some major experiences that I just said You would have thought I had it all figured out. I'm sitting there like I know everything that's going on. It was new to me. And I learned that day. I learned that day. And I was so grateful. I was like, God, you're continuing to teach me. And so Faith Harvest, have a teachable spirit. Get your hearts ready open. God is, we're in a new day. Let me share with you. If you busy doing something else, don't blame me. I'm gonna help y'all right here. This is a service. If you're not listening to this word and you're doing something else, then it's your fault if you ain't get it. Not mine, because I gave it. Ain't no blood on my hands. I'm so glad. And this is where God's got me. And so all of you that are watching abroad, you know, right now, this ain't time to clean the house. Don't clean the house and listen to me. Why don't you sit still for a minute? It said, get wisdom at all costs. Do you know how valuable this is? My final one, number three. So prepare to learn, right? Get yourself uh, ready to learn and grow. We're looking forward to it. I expect to rejoice with you. Uh, when you get it, and when I see you operating in it, you know, uh, I, I can talk about it why he ain't here. So we're talking about because he's a teachable spirit. Pastor Rob's not here right now. And I'm so excited about Pastor Rob because this is somebody that opened his door in his heart to me. And I told him, if you'll let me do what God's called me to do in your life, uh, then you do your part. We'll be fine. So he had an open heart. He repented for his arrogance, his failure, his lack, his places where he'd been, right? And then he said, teach me. I got a learnable spirit. And he came and he hung around me all the time. He know what I said. He's one of the very few people that heard almost everything I said. And then he's the other, he got to see it come to pass. When he saw it come to pass, he said, hold it. I heard him say this Five years ago and now i'm seeing it so he said he never that's god because i heard it but i never saw it anymore he believed it and there it is he he's one of the few people and then he started and then i reminded him about who he was and then it kicked in it kicked in when he started feeling realize who he is And what a powerful young man. And so here, how many times do we have an opportunity to talk about other people? So if he needs struggling with who he is and his value, I need everybody in this listening to this message to know how important he is, not just to God, but to me. I realize how important he is, especially when he ain't here. (laughs) Boy, do I miss him. (laughs) But he watched me and he learned. So if he walked outside and saw a piece of trash, he would pick it up. Guess why? When I walked outside and saw the piece of trash, he, I picked it up. He already, kn- he learned. He knows. I'm just saying is, that's a simple thing. So I eye contact with something. But now the spirit of God to rise up and to teach something and, and to believe something. And so it makes me so excited. To be able to say that and share. And many of you are doing some of the things. But that young man is just doing something. And I'm just glad that he opened. He's he's getting wisdom at all costs. By the way, so many of y'all wouldn't do this. But he had to. He understood it. And he had the right wife to back him up to support it. He walked away from a $60,000 a year job. Yes, y'all don't know this is a true story. He walked away from $60,000 and said, I'm not doing this no more. I'm going to follow my call. To the point he had no idea how he was going to make it. Because the salary he got was nowhere near that $60,000. It was peanuts. And he drives an hour one way. What a commitment. So I just want, and I guess I went there to show y'all because we got somebody in the midst of us that believed it and is doing it. And the evidence is now coming to pass in his life. Beautiful wife, car and house. Those were byproducts. They were not his pursuit. That was not what he was doing to pursue. He pursued God and wisdom and the things came. I'm trying to help somebody here. We've been doing and looking for the wrong stuff. Pursue God and stuff will come. Pursue wisdom and God will bring relief. My third and final one. Here it is. Y'all ready for this? This is this is the closer. Prepare to be changed. Yeah. Glory to God. I was translated and changed. Remember, I told you the guys yeah, I came I came I, I go back to Philly now and people see me says, Is that Doug? And I say, No, he's dead. They say, What? Yeah, this is Raymond. <laughs> yeah. hey, the old man is dead. But the new guy has risen because all things are new in Christ Jesus. And by the way, you know, uh, I, I tell my wife, because uh, I share with her everything. I don't share everything with y'all, but I do share a whole lot. But listen, I share with her everything. And I told her who I was. And I told her some of the things I did. Y'all wouldn't be bold enough to do that because y'all think, hey, if your mate would leave you, if you told her, <laughs> if you told her. but I told my wife who I was. But she she told me immediately, I wouldn't have liked you then. <laughs> when, when I told her who I was, she said I wouldn't have liked you. <laughs> we 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 wouldn't we wouldn't have hit it. <laughs> I said I know. That's why I had to change to meet you. Oh, <laughs> uh, y'all you you got that? I had to change to so the new man. Had somebody new waiting for him This is real so I told you you was worried about relationship he covered that one too. okay everything is covered. so be prepared. Be prepared to change. Perhaps the scarce scarce thing about letting God teach us something is that we will change us. Guaranteed, God will teach us who he is and who we are and how we are to live. And so in that process, he will teach us to be with humility, to sacrifice. He will teach us patience and endurance. All of these things I have endured, experienced, right? And though he said, he will, he will listen. He will teach us to be generous, to love, to be compassionate. Oh, y'all not hear me. I prayed every day when I did first become a Christian, I still didn't know who I was. I said, God, bless me, my four, and no more. I was, gimme, 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 my name is Jimmy. I kept asking for me. And he said, son, I need you to grow up. Stop praying for you. And start praying for other people. What I called you to do. He said, start helping other people. Start giving to other people what you already have an abundance of. And I started thinking, if you can help somebody else, that means you already have. Y'all didn't hear me. If you can help somebody else, that has to already mean you have. If you don't see the blessing in that. And then he started saying, and I started praying for other people. I started to learn what intercession was. I started reaching out. And so you got to remember something. I was a selfish young individual. It was about me. And now I love people. I love God's people. I'm just excited about all of you. I want to see you grow and be. Man, I could could go on and on. I could call all of y'all out today and half of y'all that's watching online and speak into your life based on what I see God and what God has already done. Okay, but I want to see more because there is more. This, and so I want you to open your heart up to the spirit and be ready for change. The biggest change I have ever experienced is going to happen in this year. We're, we're A huge change is happening right now. Remember the year of favor, the so change is in it. Okay. I, need you to, I need you to get ready. So, uh, by the way, let me speak. To somebody that out there listening online, I want to share with you. God is changing you right now. You know it. Check your spirit. You know that things are happening different in your life. You're trying to figure it out in the natural. Stop. Stop trying to figure it out in the natural and let go and let God do what he said he would do. You know who you are. He's teaching us with humility, sacrifice, teaching us patience and endurance. He will teach us to be generous, to love, to have compassion, and to forgive. All of those will challenge your attitude, and we will protect, um, and the sin will hide. Remember I told uh, y'all, he was teaching me about forgiveness as, as well, because he told me stop fighting. And when I stopped fighting, he started, it was his fight. And then I forgave the people and just did what I did. And then he starts showing me stuff. Then he starts giving me favor. Oh, not here. See, she will take care of you, she will deliver you. Then she starts showing me stuff. Then she's speaking into my head. Then I start moving on it. So faith without works is so I start moving on it. As I moved on it, guess what happened? Doors start opening, but the door was already open. Remember, the great door, there's just was some adversary standing in front of me. I had to realize they're there, but they can't stop me. So I got the word of God, and I found out like David did. He said, I've run through troops, and I leaped over walls. I understood something. I really was Superman with God. Without him, I wasn't, but with God, I really was Superman. Oh, y'all could be Superman and Superwoman too. Oh, yeah. With God, not without. <laughs> Somebody will get that. Glory to God. So listen, he said to, he will teach us humility, sacrifice, do all of that, to protect us from the sins that we hide. God teaches us to open us up and clean us up. And he's hard at work and often, this, listen, this is hard work and often uncomfortable. Y'all know it, it hurts when, when God starts digging deep and opening up some stuff, right? He said, but it is the way of the disciple if we're to be like Jesus we must be taught by him and challenged we will experience with will be a, the greatest journey of our lives are you ready are you ready to cultivate a more teachable spirit are you thirsty for wisdom and hunger and hungry for understanding then if you are start today and see what God may have in store for you. And sit at, at his feet. And drink all that he has for you. His beloved child. Somebody give God glory. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you willing to sit at the feet of Jesus? And held it. I got to tell you something. You need to get out of something. He will rescue you. Just sitting at his feet saying thank you, Lord. God, that I need you in my life, and because you are the great I am, you will provide a way when there is no way. You can provide water in the wilderness. Oh, my God. You can provide light in darkness, and when light shows up, darkness must be dispelled. In other words, when I couldn't see, I now can see. Somebody shout hallelujah. This is, the wisdom of God this is the glory of God i clearly want to encourage you and so today i submit and commit myself as a servant of the most high god and to all of you as i do to him i will serve him so as for me and my house our intent is to serve the lord all the days of our lives amen as a servant We're here. This isn't about me. I'm encouraging you. I need all of you. I desire all of you to get this word on the inside of you so that you can grow up to be who God's called you to be. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Get it at all costs. Amen. Amen. This is what it's about. So when I'm preaching and teaching the Word of God and talking about the Word of God, everything, especially, so I want you to remember this. The most important thing about the things I'm saying is the principle. Principles cannot be broken. If God said it, it is God's principle. And remember, he can't lie. So if you will apply God's principle in your life, it doesn't mean trials and tribulations won't come, but what it does mean, He will provide the way of escape. It does mean He will provide wisdom and understanding. So remember, I said we need we need we need healing. We got to get wisdom. We need finances. We got to get wisdom. Okay, we need our relationship repaired. We got to get wisdom. Otherwise, we'll do what what we feel. How many know your feelings will lie to you? I don't even want to go there, God. Why are you going to talk, bring that up? Feelings will lie to you. Y'all know it. the people we love. And they constantly let us down. But we love them. So we take it. Well, I thank God God's not like that. He says, love me. Get wisdom at all costs and get understanding and watch me deliver you out. I'm going to keep bringing delivering you, delivering you out. We keep trying to find a way out. We're going to think we can buy our way out. We're going to ask so-and-so out. We think if so-and-so help us, we'll be out. Or this is out. Why, why don't we just trust God? At what point are we just going to trust God? So I came to the conclusions. I can't. Uh, I love y'all, right? I love you. I really do. But I can't trust nobody like I trust God. So at the end of the day, I'm going with God. That's that's the choice I made. I I pray that for you guys as well. I've said, you know, I'm bold enough to tell y'all follow me as I follow Christ. The moment I stop following Christ, you run. But I don't think that's going to happen. Not in this lifetime. I got everything I know is based off of everything he's done. I am who he said I am and I can do what he said I can do. Why? Because he's God. Somebody shout hallelujah. Y'all need to say that about yourselves. Amen. This is who we are. And it's a new season and change is coming. But change isn't change until you change. Did y'all hear me? You can't talk change. You have to activate change. And it'll show up. People, places, and things. I had to pack my bags and move from Philly. Because that's where the root of my trouble existed. I had to get to a new place to try to look for new things. Now, I got to tell you something. The enemy's everywhere. Somebody say, but God. I made a decision when I came to Delaware. I came and joined the church. That was a big difference that I didn't do. In Philly. And when I joined the church. It was a pastor that was preaching and teaching the word of God. That led me out. But he led me to God. And then when I got to God. I started asking for wisdom. I started praying Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17. God grant me the spirit of wisdom. Revelation and knowledge of you. And guess what started happening. Wisdom started coming. Knowledge started coming. I remember a young man asking me, a person asked me, how long have you been born again? I said, a year. They were like, really? But I, he started opening the eyes of my understanding quickly, quickly. He can redeem the time. Some of y'all worried about time. He can redeem the time. Time doesn't matter to God. Amen? And so as we get ready to close, I want everybody standing to their feet. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this service today. We thank you for what you've done, what you're doing. God, I pray for those that were watching us online. I pray, God, that they too would step up by faith. And God, I pray that the Spirit of God would penetrate them through the, t- through the vision of the lens of the camera. But I pray now for those that are here in the land of the living with me, God, I pray that hearts and minds are being renewed. Spirits are being renewed. Repentance is going forth, God, that we repent for being arrogant. And God, we corporately believe that we are teachable. And God, because we repent repented and we are teachable, we are expecting change. Change is about to occur in our lives. Hallelujah. 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 I just want, I got to tell you something. So I want this. We haven't been able to do this in a long time. But if you want change in your life, I just want to touch and agree with you. I just want to touch and agree with you. If you're there, I just feel like the Lord just said...